Good afternoon, morning, evening, wherever you may be. Welcome back to another episode of The Game of Life with David Nurse, where we bring to you the behind-the-scenes life of elite NBA players, the habits, tricks, biohacks of the top-level performers, inside the minds of Fortune 500 business-savvy entrepreneurs, the latest from cutting-edge companies changing the world in the performance field. How to live an adventurous, exciting life. How to find joy in every day. Find your life calling and purpose. And just overall, how to help you become the best version of you. That's what we bring to you every week on The Game of Life. I appreciate you guys being on here with me. Growing with me as I continue to learn and grow in the podcast world. It's a fun adventure, but... Definitely a lot more fun having you guys along for the ride with me. So I'm very grateful that you're here with me from the start. And as always, please feel free to give me any feedback, advice, criticism, whatever it might be. I want to help you become the best version of you through all I have learned and been blessed to experience. So I want you to help me too. It's a two-way street here at the Game of Life. So we don't have a sponsor for this podcast today as we are still early on in the process. But if you want to be a sponsor or know someone that does, please let me know. I know it's been a life dream since you were young to be a sponsor of a podcast, and now here's your opportunity. So let me know. Any sponsors out there, we can put you on Fulfill Your Life Childhood Dreams. All right, well, let's get to it. Today, I am super pumped to bring to you Whoop. The first product engineered to literally unlock human performance. They've been featured on ESPN, CNN, that deals with Major League Baseball, recently signed a deal with the NFL. Yeah, they're big time. You are really going to enjoy this one. Trust me. You're going to learn today how to get the best sleep possible, how to know exactly how well recovered you are for the next day, your complete overall day strain, HRV breakdown, deep sleep, REM, what every NFL player will be wearing next year, and eventually we'll get in the NBA, Olympians, highest level performers, and basically destroying Fitbit. Yeah, I said it. Step count, man. So without further ado, I bring to you from Whoop, performance specialist, Mr. A.J. Baker. All right, we're joined with A.J. Baker, performance specialist from Whoop. Uh, we're going to jump into the podcast and really just get in-depth about Whoop and everything that they're doing, all the cutting-edge technologies going on, performance enhancing. I love it. I wear it every day. Obviously, I'm rocking <laughs> it. Um, but, yeah, man, how's it going? Things are going well, man. Thanks for having me on. For Excited sure. to be here. For sure. Out there in Boston. Mm-hmm. Freezing still. Ah, you know what? We had our first we had a first real nice stretch of days here. We got a lot of rain the last few, but we had sixty five and sunny today, man. I was I was jealous not to be outside. Dang, you're back in it. So just so, just so you know, I mean LA's seventy five and sunny every day in the wintertime. Yeah, thanks, too. thanks, man. Thanks. No I appreciate problem. that. No yeah, problem. Yeah. <laughs> Still gotta get you out here, man. Gotta get you out to the I'll, West Coast. We're we're coming out there, man. I'm I'm getting out there for sure. So if uh let's see, Celtics Clippers, that'd be a tough that'd be a tough uh for that to get to the finals, huh? Can't get be tough for that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe next year, though. We'll see, we we'll see what L.A. does. There we go. 
Well, cool, man. Appreciate you coming on. Let's jump into it then. Um, basically, just give me like a nutshell about Whoop. Like if people don't know anything about it, just like, why is it so cool? Why am I so juiced up about it? And <laughs> you explain it better than me. Yeah. You know, so, you know, we started with the idea of, you know, that athletes, you know, kind of perform better on some days than they do on others. And why is that? And so that was really the, you know, the basis, the founding idea is to dive into the human body and unlock those secrets that really can kind of tell us, you know, <clears throat> what is it that's going to make my body perform better today versus tomorrow? So we're a wearable technology and then it's a performance right. analytics platform, a wrist-worn device being able to measure a whole lot of stuff and uh, at a really high rate and high level of accuracy as well. So we're looking at you know, things like heart rate and heart rate variability, which hasn't really been done before from the wrist. And I think that's really what separates us. But really, ultimately, what we're trying to find is you know, give athletes a tangible way to understand the stress that their body takes on, how well they slept or how much sleep they need to be getting, and then how well they've recovered every day. So you wake up, essentially, like, it's like having a gas tank for your body, really just understanding everything time. you can and can't do. That's, that's huge. So basically, you're saying is like every morning you wake up, you can know like, oh, all right, am I at my peak? Am I right. average? Um, like it takes all the guesstimate out of it pretty much, huh? Oh, so, Well, the whole idea is that you want to be able to you know, be, go beyond the guessing factor. So when you wake up right. and ask yourself, you know, how do I feel today? You don't want to have to answer that question on your own. You want to have something that can tell you this is where your body's at you know, physiologically, Based on the day you had the day before, you know, what that sleep looked like, this is exactly where your body stands today, and this is how far you should push based on what your body's telling you, not you know, what you want to do. And that, right. you know, for a lot of athletes, that's a key thing. So many people fall into this, you know, the, uh, the, the overtraining aspect or the under-recovering thing. You know, yep. Guys put themselves in, in small injury situations like a tweaked hamstring. That word tweak is you know, directly correlated to a lack of sleep or a lack of sleep efficiency for that matter. Small neuromuscular fatigue issues like that can really cause longstanding problems. I mean, you, know, you look at somebody who pulls their hamstring and then two months later they got a knee injury and then after that it's the quad, then it's the ankle. It's the kind of thing that totally derails a career. And that's just, you know, changing small little things like getting enough sleep each night or not pushing yourself too far on a day that you shouldn't. Yeah, man. That's something I've been I've been learning about a lot more too, which I find is really interesting. I like to test myself with everything. Probably, right. I mean, exactly why I'm just so into the into the whoop and the analytics that it shows you and and, and everything. If uh, you're at your best or not, but learning about overtraining, like people you are in the mentality of just right. work harder. That's what it's going to be, but it's not work harder. So the old mantra: work smarter. Work smarter, right? Work smarter. Right. And wiser now, wiser to, mm-hmm. man. Um, think why, about it. Yeah. There's so yeah. many. There's so much. You know, so much money in the world of sports, and so much access to all this stuff. But you know, people always forget about it. People look past it and say, and, you know, it's like it's like the Kobe mentality. If you're not pushing yourself to the brink, you're not doing anything <laughs> for yourself. Yeah. And you know, not everyone's Kobe. You got to get that through the mind, right there. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's all let's answer that question first. But right, right. You know, there's there's a perfect balance somewhere between you know training. And recovery. So while you break your muscles down and beat yourself up training, the whole time the only way to make progress is really to find that that perfect balance between recovery and training. That's man speaking my language right there, man. I love that. <laughs> um, so w- what exactly is uh, is whoop tracking? Like why is it so? Like you talk about um, recovery and sleep mm-hmm. and workload. Like why is it so important to to track these? So. I mean, you, you touched on, I mean, so you know you can perform at your highest level, but right. can you jump into, like, each piece that WHOOP is, is tracking? 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, you know, just on a, on a scientific and kind of hardware level, you know, we have two basic sides to everything. So this hard, there's the hardware side, which is literally just the data collection piece, yep. you know. All of the software and the analytics and the algorithms that we have built in, that's all on another side up in the cloud. That's our software side. So to start, that software, the hardware, what we're tracking is heart rate. So, you know, just like, like any other wearable device, we're looking at your heart rate. Right. The big thing that separates us is that we're doing it at a significantly higher rate. So we're taking 100 measurements every one second versus you know, something wow. like Fitbit, which is one time per seven seconds. So just on paper, that's a ton more data and a lot more ability for, you know, to find that accurate reading. But because we have that level of accuracy with heart rate, we can look at heart rate variability. Now, heart rate variability is a, is a dive deep into your cardiac and autonomic nervous system. So, you know, to get, to get geeked out on all this stuff, yep. what it really means is that you know, your, your heart has a certain ability to adjust to training. And really, mm-hmm. you know, there's found exercise physiologists have found strong correlations to heart rate variability and then somebody's ability to adapt. So really, it's telling you, essentially, your body can adjust and specific ways not always going to be perfect you know you're going to have those days where you show up you start pushing yourself and you get caught up and you're like oh, I'm, I'm beat man why why is that it's those days when yeah. hrv is probably low it's just that you know it's one thing that you can see kind of either decrease or increase based on your training load and that response to stress is really something that heart rate variability can, can demonstrate and, and put forward for especially elite athletes who need to have that kind of knowledge yeah and oh go ahead we're all, yeah we're also looking at uh you know, so we have an ambient temperature gauge built in, you know, measure the environment, that, that kind of thing, you know, humidity, altitude, all those affect your cardiovascular systems differently. Wow. So that really helps us kind of pair this all together and really triangulate what we need to learn, what we need to be able to infer. So, and then like any other, like Fitbit or anything like that, we have an accelerometer built in. And mm-hmm. that's like, like I said before, that's to help triangulate the exact measurements and pinpoints we're looking for. So... With all that data, we're not going to throw it at throw it at you and totally overwhelm you with the numbers. But <laughs> we're going to break it down into three measures. We have strain, which is you know is looking past steps, looking into something you know, that this is the cumulative load your body takes on throughout an entire day. This is the cardiovascular exertion that you put out from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. Because you know, especially at the elite level, you can't be thinking about yourself as an athlete just that three hours you're in the training room. You kind of have to be thinking about it, you know. What can I do from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. before I get in the weight room that's going to help me be more ready and more prepared for that? And we're trying to help athletes really influence those behaviors outside of training as well. But ultimately, I think the real bread and butter of, a, of this whole thing is in sleep analysis and recovery analysis. Yep. So yep. diving deep into sleep with everything from you know, how long it takes you to fall asleep, how many times you have disturbances throughout the night and where they happen, as well as how much time you're getting in REM sleep. So it's your mentally yeah. restorative state and then even slow wave sleep, which is your physically restorative state. And then from there, we can process that all into that recovery score, which, like I said earlier, is a gas tank for your body. Man, that is, that is awesome. You hit on a ton, a ton of points there. Like <laughs> Bill, Bill Nice been out all the science right yeah. there. Um, let's, let's break down each piece because I think each one in itself is just super interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you're saying in workload, like a lot of things will track steps and everything in that term, right. but – this is like your actual every every thing you're doing throughout the entire day, the whole workload you put on your body. Yeah, for sure. And you know, it's funny one of the one of the highest you know stress days that my body's had is actually when I moved from apartment to apartment, carrying couches out, <laughs> carrying couches down three flights of stairs, and then up four more. That kind of thing. You know, you never think of that as you know the same equivalent as a, as a training session, but yeah. it does add up. So 
really to dive into strain and have that full cumulative breakdown of every bit of you know stress that your body takes on, right. that can really translate into you know the next day as to what you should be able to do that next day and how you should approach that next day and adjust that training on the back end. So, you know, all that stuff is really really important in terms of strain. Yeah, and that's that's a big thing I see at the NBA level too. Like they'll have some ways to track it, but each player doesn't individually like. They don't mm-hmm. really know, and it's not really processed to them well. So it's almost like guesstimates going oh, it's into crazy. a workout. And then with the travel of those NBA schedules, oh, man, man, it's nuts. It is nuts. Like yeah. you look at the playoffs right now, they got you got DeAndre Jordan playing forty minutes last night. That dude is not meant for forty minutes, and he is not meant to play twelve straight in the third quarter. That's just Correct. not how it is. And Correct. then stick him on a flight and have him fly, you know, to wherever they have to go play next. That does so much to your body that you don't ever really notice because you'll wake up feeling probably the same, and then the next day when you go out and start running around, you just don't have it. It's just not there. Your energy runs yeah. out quicker. It's harder to get back into that kind of you know, that zone where you're, where you're ready to keep going. And you know, I think of it as a period of time where like, you have to put your hands on your knees and kind of catch your breath. Getting into that, you know, that'll yeah. kill your test if it shows up earlier than you want, and then it's impossible to get out of once it's there. I think you hit on a really key point for all athletes, too, at the professional level, um, the travel, how wearing it is for For them. sure, man. Um, a lot of people just think, okay, they're on court, this, this. Yeah, but I'll sleep on the plane. I'll sleep on the plane. That's not, yeah, yeah, that's not it, real man. sleep. That's not uh-huh. too um, yeah. That's really, uh, that's really interesting. I mean, that kind of just brings a whole other component to it. And what's cool is, even like in the offseason, when teams aren't able mm-hmm. to track their players, like when I'm working with my guys, I'll have them wearing it just so right, they're cognizant of what they're putting in each day. Oh, totally, man. And then even like with some of the younger guys who are just getting into the league, like you think about you know, a 21 year old kid who's getting through in his third season. You no, know, he, he understands the pro thing, but then you, know, you stick this on him and you know, he's a 21 year old kid living out in LA. Yeah, let him go out on a Saturday night, see what it does to his body <laughs> the next day, and then see how that thing sticks around for the next four days. It's like, and that's the kind of thing that, that I think is, is game-changing. It's just understanding what, like I said, anything outside of training, how that actually affects your body's ability exactly. to perform athletically. Such exactly. an important piece to really kind of take yourself to that next level. Man, it's awesome. Um, you spoke on uh, HRV, on, on mm-hmm. recovery. Let's, let's, uh, let's talk more about that. I've been, I've been nerding out trying to learn more about <laughs> HIV. As you know, I'm hitting you every yeah, day yeah, asking yeah. you about it. Um, so can you give me any tips and pointers? Because – I have literally found every morning when I wake up and my HRV is is at its highest, higher, I feel mm-hmm. really good, like really good. Oh, yeah. But if my yeah. HRV is in the, in the load where Whoop's yelling at me that I, I shouldn't be doing anything in the red zone, <laughs> I, I literally feel like worn out. Yeah, and it's, you know, what it comes down to is your, your autonomic nervous systems. And, um, you know, think about it this way. What HRV really is on a, on a detailed level, it's a, it's a total, it's a combination of <clears throat> you know, activity and the time between beats of your heart. So while one part of your, your nervous system tries to bring That's your right. heart rate up, the other one's trying to bring it down. So that competition creates variation, you know, in that time between beats. And what that time tells you is, like I was saying earlier, is that that's your body's ability to adjust. So, you know, I, mm-hmm. like I was, you know, we were, t- we were chatting earlier. Yeah. And so yep. I was with... I was with a few you know, studs in the CrossFit world today. Um, a guy named Sam Dancer was telling me he got his up to 308. And for everybody who's listening, that 308 is absurd. Like, nobody gets there. <laughs> I think I yeah, woke up crazy. this morning at, like, like, 89. And I was pretty yeah. pumped about my 89. <laughs> yeah. This dude had a 308. 308's off the charts. And, you know, the little things all affect it. 
hydration, nutrition, all of these tiny little things that you do throughout a day, they'll affect your HRV the next morning. And that's what makes it so powerful. Like for him personally, mm-hmm. when we started working together back in, uh, in, I think it was September when we first started with Sam, he was like in the 50s at HRV. And what that said to him was, you know, he's, a, he's in his 20s, he's not too old, he can still push himself. But what it just mm-hmm. said is he'd been pushing himself for too hard too long. So he'd, he'd taken a step back a little bit. He's changed up his nutrition. So he actually, that day at the 308, he, was, he fasted throughout the day and ate this monster meal around 6 p.m drinking water all day, and then he woke up the next morning after you know, a decent sleep, not perfect, but you know, woke up and he had you know, the best feeling he's had in a long time. That's how he described it. crazy, man. All right, quick time out in the podcast. I want to interrupt it for a minute to talk to you about something that's very near and dear to my heart, adventure, and why you should seek it and have it daily. Eleanor Roosevelt once stated, the purpose of life is to live it, to taste experience to the utmost, to reach out eagerly and without fear for newer and richer experience. In other words, we grow and become the best versions of ourselves when we challenge ourselves, when we become comfortable in the uncomfortable. And that's what adventure does. And here's my theory, what I think. I think every quarter of a year, so four times a year, you find something that just scares the bejeez out of you, and you do it. An adventure can actually help us reduce stress. It creates adrenaline, cortisol, and norepinephrine, three major stress hormones in the sympathetic nervous system, the fight-or-flight system that we have, to help us reduce our stress. So, therefore, it only makes sense to have adventure. And I'll share a few of my favorites that I've experienced with you right now. All right. Top three adventures that I have been on. Okay. We'll start with number three and countdown. Number three, trekking the Great Wall of China in uninhibited areas, eating fried scorpion, bugs, cicadas, Uh, Anything that you can think of that is really crazy. Number two, lost in the Amazon, literally. Pretty self-explanatory there, but let's just say I made it out alive, didn't think I was going to, and a lot of answered prayers to get out of there. And number one, drumroll please, it is, well... We're going to have to keep you around till next week's podcast to find out the cliffhanger. See how good I'm getting at podcasts already? I'm already making you guys come back next week to find out what the number one adventure I have been on is. And then I'm going to share some of the ones that I'm going to go on, and I want feedback from you guys on where I should be going. I need some more crazy adventures. So today, whatever you're doing, challenge yourself. Be comfortable with the uncomfortable. All right, we're back to the podcast. Been an awesome podcast so far with AJ, really breaking down optimal performance, understanding sleep, understanding recovery, understanding workload daily. Talked about some of the best athletes using this, and now we're going to get into some hacks and advice on how to help you. Here we go. So that's that's awesome. So let's uh, 
let's give a few like a few of those biohacks, few of the hacks of like people listening yeah, out there. Sure, sure. Want to know how to get the HRV up because they want that <laughs> superhuman recovery. Uh, mm-hmm. You hit on hydration. Uh, what what That's other a big one? What other types of uh, hacks could you give people so they can be like, man, all right, I'm gonna get the best HRV possible. Hit that full sleep, you know? A lot of the time, it's about spending time in slow-wave sleep where your body has that physical chance to actually let itself restore. So, yep. you know, look at the elite athletes. Like, you know, look, working with DJ, we've seen this dude after the All-Star break, you know, he wasn't getting enough slow-wave sleep, and he was complaining about feeling run down, and he's just wondering why. And then we look back at his, you know, all the statistic he has there, and it's kind of like this guy was spending, prior to the All-Star break, two hours a night in slow-wave sleep. So his body's getting that full restoration period He's releasing human growth hormone, letting himself break in. So getting enough deep sleep is really, really important. And what that usually, you know, the way to do that is to get more sleep. Nutrition is also huge. I I did this to myself the other night. I was out on a Friday night, came home, had a slice of pizza late. That didn't help me out at all. (laughs) Avoid that kind of stuff. Eating eating within two hours of going to sleep. (laughs) Yeah, I'm slacking. Um, But so eating eating too late at night, that's not going to help you out. You want to have that good balanced nutrition and basically putting that – you know, the carbo meal for the day, stick that right at dinner, you know, give nice. yourself a few hours before you go to sleep. That's huge. That also, you know, that gets everything going. Your digestive systems work the right way and your heart doesn't have to deal with it while you're trying to sleep. That, and then on that point real quick, that's very interesting. You say uh, on the carbs, I found yeah. that. So, so keep it later for the night. Mm-hmm. So keep yeah, it later for the night and two, and you're saying two hours before you, before you go to sleep. At least two. We want to give it at least two hours. Least the reason two. I say the carbs at night is because your body's still b- working throughout the night. Now, while you sleep, you're not doing anything. You know, it's not like you're not doing anything. Your heart's right. you know, working the least, but it's still working to kind of keep you going. So it's going to burn through all those carbs at night. And when you wake up, you'll have a good source of energy going into the day. You don't have to you know, load up on, a, on a, you know, some huge breakfast sandwich because you're you know, starving in the morning, yep. that kind of thing. Nice. So it's that. And then... Uh, the other thing is just making sure you're understanding how hard you're pushing yourself. Right. You know, the biggest right. thing, the biggest thing about HRV is it's it's a measurement of <clears throat> really how how ready your body is to go take on a cardiovascular, you know, intensive workout or anything like that. So if you're going to be you know pushing yourself each and every single day, you got to make sure you're getting enough sleep to back that up, or else your HRV is going to be down, down, mm-hmm. down, and down. And that's really what we're trying to help people avoid is that downward trend. Yeah, man. See that that's that's an, uh, that leads into the next point too. Like people don't, I feel I find people don't realize how important sleep is. Like no, I, I, no. I would say I, I would say sleep is like uh, you're plugging yourself. You're an iPhone. You're plugging it into the computer. You hundred percent everything restoring <laughs> yep, during yep, that time. Yep. And well, it's, yeah, you think about it, and no, you're exactly right, man. It's like yeah. If we were technology, we'd all need that charger, <laughs> and that's what sleep is. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, like, you think about sports in general. You look at the guys who kind of made it that long way. Tom Brady. Man. I'm, a, I'm, yeah. I'm bringing him up, one, because I'm a Pats fan, but two, uh, because that guy is, is 40 years old, and he's still playing at the highest level possible. And that's only yeah. – that's only like, he can only do that because he's making sure he's in bed at 8.30 at night, he's getting his 10 hours, and he's showing up. Another guy I like to talk about in football is Matt Ryan. You know, Matt Ryan mm-hmm. used to pride himself on being the first one to the, to the facility every single morning. He was there at 5.30, but that cut into his sleep. And, you know, there was a downstretch. That, you know, that you look back at it and see the Falcons' record was like 2-11. and 11. Yeah. And he switched it up, so he started showing up wow. at 8 a.m. He got off the, you know, the, I got to be the first guy there, getting his full, you know, I think he was doing nine hours a night. 
And then they had this amazing season, and Matty Ice won the MVP. It's just little things like that that can yeah. keep your body in that perfect position. And then my favorite story on the football side is Odell Beckham. You look at him, this dude had missed his first four games of NFL career. Giants set him up with a sleep coach, hasn't missed one since. Man, there it is. Stuff like that. He was pulling his hamstring nonstop, and that's all just because of, you know, that word tweak, like I said, goes right back to neuromuscular fatigue and just overusing one thing and not letting it it get back to full steam. Man, that's awesome. And that's, like, I'll tell my NBA players, Basically, you need a sleep coach. You need to understand sleep because they don't. It's huge. It's they, huge. They don't. They don't understand yeah. sleep. And uh, I, uh, I think they're, they're more and more getting aware of it with teams. But it's still something that's almost the same thing, um, like work harder instead of work mm-hmm. smarter. Like mm-hmm. sleep is for the weak. I'd say sleep is yeah, for the sleep smart. Yeah, sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, 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 right? Sleep is for the no, smart. You, I like that. I like that, man. That's yeah, exactly just, what it is. Yeah, I just made that up right there. You can uh, – I'm going to trademark cents. that. Yeah, no, I have to take that one. Nah, I got it, man. Royalties. <laughs> 10 cents royalties every time you use it. Fine. I'll give you the 10. <laughs> Either way, it's uh, – no, you're, you're totally right. And it's coming along. Like, you know, the Mavericks, they put in a ton of money into yep. um, into something called – I think it's like bed gear. It's like pillows, like right. really, really nice pillows that help these guys out. And, you know, it can even affect things like your posture and your body and like back issues. So you look at these seven-foot dudes who you – know, a lot of them run into back issues. You know, sleeping right for them is so important because their bodies have – it's going to take them longer to recover. So even the science is is saying now, like, even if you're on the road, you know, you don't get on the plane right after the game and fly back. You spend the night in in that city, and then you fly back the next day to make sure you're just taking care of yourselves. Because that kind of thing, especially across an 82-game season, you know, that's going to be what kind of keeps you going. I mean, look at LeBron. That guy's been to six six straight finals, and he he hasn't – he's played more minutes than than everybody. Right. And – it's just because he takes such good care of his body and he understands the balance he needs to have there. Yeah. That's what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to get those pillows. I'm going to get a hyperbaric chamber. Need um, it. Need it. All of it, man. Load <laughs> <laughs> um, up. Uh, question on the sleep that I'm really interested in, in particular. The difference, like, which one, which one do you want better of? When, when it tracks it, you get the REM, rapid eye mm-hmm. movement, and the deep sleep. Is there, like, a key, like, number of hours you want in REM versus deep sleep? Though it's all dependent on how much sleep you're getting. So if you're getting okay. eight hours of sleep, you know, two hours of, of slow wave sleep is really, really good. And slow like wave slow wave's the deep sleep, right? Slow wave would be okay. deep sleep. That's your physically restorative state. Yeah. That's when your body, you know, takes the muscles that were broken down and, and lets them kind of heal back up. And then the same thing goes for REM sleep, but it's your mentally restorative state. So it's like, you know, if you have um, <clears throat> you know, if you're spending a full day out, you know, trying to learn a new playbook or something like that. That's when your brain consolidates memories. So that kind of thing is when you're, you actually get to kind of shut down and wake up feeling you know, refreshed. Like a lot of people end up going to sleep and feel groggy. Or the next morning they wake up, chances are they're not getting any REM sleep. So the importance, right. the difference between those two is one is mentally restorative. The other is physically. And then that relationship you want to have, I'd say you know, two, if you're getting eight hours of sleep, two hours in each is really, really solid. Two hours in each, yeah. I'm that- definitely not getting that. I'll say that, man. <laughs> Me neither. That's what I'm shooting for. And I, I, I love it with the stats that I get to look at every morning. Right, right. I'll, I'll try to, I can almost guess like what I get now. I've done it enough. I can almost see, okay, I, this is what, how I feel with mm-hmm. my recovery mm-hmm. in HRV. This is what I get in my, in my rim, in my deep, which is really, I mean, it's really cool. I just wish I could get over two in both of those every night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's tough to get, man. And a lot of it is dependent on, you know, like things like, you know, 
how how you know what yeah. that workout looks like is going to change that. You know, every, it's going to be different for everybody. Right, so, right. Like, I know. One of my colleagues is a former Olympic swimmer, and that dude can't get more than 25 minutes of slow-wave sleep just because he's yeah. not going to at this point. He beat himself up for you know, 12 years swimming in the Olympics. That right. He's just never going to get that opportunity to get some slow-wave sleep. <laughs> Too bad for him. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> uh, let's talk on uh, like some athletes, teams that are using Definitely. Whoop. What's coming up next for it? I know you guys are doing really big things. I've been blessed to be able to use it for the past few months sure. and get it on some of my players, which is – which is fun being able to compete with them, getting on the teams and seeing yeah. whose stats are higher, talking trash on, oh, man, I killed you in definitely, that REM sleep. Definitely. Uh, but, yeah, man, talk on athletes, teams, anything in that sense. Yeah, like I was talking about earlier, DeAndre Jordan, he's been, he's been an early one with us. He got yeah. on. You know, even uh, LeBron, LeBron's personal trainer, Mike Mancius, has been with us since the start. And, um, you know, we had some of the Cavaliers guys back last season when they were going forward. Delhi actually got this huge fine for wearing it in games. Yeah. Didn't end up going through, thank God. We would have had to pay the man. But, uh, <laughs> but then, yeah, we're all over the place. So we're in, um, yep. you know, we got, we got guys in every major conference in college. So we're in the Pac-12, we're in Big Ten, we're in the SEC. And um, just this past Monday, we announced a deal with the NFLPA that's been you know, a lot of work for a lot of people. And wow. Every single, every single player in the NFL next year will have a whoop strap. Wow. That's huge. Yep. We're actually, uh, we have a few people over at the draft tonight, uh, you know, working with some of, the, some of the new guys coming in. It's, it's going to be an exciting few months for us. Yeah, man. That's, that's big time. So, basically, the NFL level of play is going to go way up next year. That's what that. I'm saying. Well, yeah. what, I'm, so what I'm hoping to see is the level of injury. I want to see some Ooh, injuries yeah. go away. I'm yeah. trying to see those small, you know, guys who miss one right. or two games. I'm trying to see them make it to the whole season. That that to me says that we're really doing something right. That is that, that's big, man. That's that's just the like the small little details making so much of a difference. Right. And yeah. the coolest thing about this deal with them is, you know, it's actually on the business side of things, which is, you know, we got for the first time players are going to be incentivized to share this data and to actually use this thing. So one, they're yeah. getting something that's going to help them out in their training. But then, too, you know, instead of having that data show up you know, as something that could be used against them in arbitration, like, you know, Andrew Hawkins said this one time, uh, he's a Cleveland Browns wide receiver, he said, you know, the Browns looked at this data that they had that said, yeah, you lost, you know, half a second on your first three steps off the line. You're not going to be able to get yourself open anymore. He said, he looked at this and he said, all right, well, you want to see what my work looks like in the offseason. This is it. This is me busting and uh. this is me putting all the right things forward. So. This is the first time we're trying to really empower athletes using the data. Man, that's that's cool. That's really cool. And that, it's it's going to be an exciting time, man. So even going on that point too, as a personal development coach and life coach for these guys, it, it helps me out a lot too. Like mm-hmm. I can try, I know what they're doing. It's almost right, like right. I'm sneakily watching them, but in, but in a cool way, in a way that hey, I know uh, how you're feeling. So when I go into the workout and I'm working one of these guys out, uh, I know if man, what, how hard should I work him? You know, mm-hmm. like if, if, totally. if I'm able to check his HRV and his recovery and it says, yeah, it's probably take it easy. I'm not going to throw him through the craziest workout there is. Yeah, it's a huge thing. You know, that's how the whole awesome thing was designed. Advantage, man. Designed for coaches and trainers, because, you know, if you look at a team, you're like, you know, you got 20 guys, let's say. And that 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 strength coach or whoever that you know, is in charge of, you know, prescribing them workouts, he's going to give everybody the same thing. You know, no matter how yeah. beat up, let's say, you know, you got one guy who's you know, been getting killed these last few days. And you got one guy who's just, his body's reacting nicely. He's in a good spot. What we're trying to do is make sure that coaches have the tools to better plan for each, each guy. 
So you can look, you, you right. could look at it and say, all right, you know, this guy, he's in a good spot. Let's make sure his workout is pushed. Let's make sure we push him hard today. But, you know, my other dude, he's kind of beat up, so let's pull back the reins and make sure he's doing something that's going to be more of an active recovery day and, and let him get back to full steam for tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, so, that's so big for me because, I mean, I want every guy to have, I mean, obviously be functioning at their highest level right, right. every single day, get the most out of it, avoid injury, mm-hmm. longevity on their career. Um, there it is. Man. That's the big thing, making sure guys have that, that full ability to really understand where they're at each day. Yeah. You know, yeah. So that you can you can keep yourself healthy and the, you know the best of it, the best ability is availability. Yeah, there's another one. I've heard that one, so you didn't make that one up. Yeah, I didn't make that one. I can't <laughs> take that. Um, that's awesome, man. That's that's big time. And also, I just like it too because I can beat them at something. Like I can't beat there them on go. the court. There I can't beat them on the court. But if I can beat them at sleep, you mm-hmm. better believe I'm talking trash. I'm crushing that sleep. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you gotta gotta show out somewhere, man. Yes, Always keep sir. the advantages. Exactly. Um, so yeah, you talked on the athletes and teams. Is there any, anything big in the mix coming up with whoop? I know that that NFLPA thing is obviously huge. That's um, a pretty big one. You know, we're going to be, uh, we're going to be pretty involved in the Olympics this year in the winter Olympics. Nice. We've been working with a lot of guys up there in Lake Placid. Who's uh, you know, it's a great group and some of the most intense people you'll ever see. Oh, and that, you know, we'll be all over the place too. We have, um, we got a lot of, a lot of high level CrossFit people, probably something like yep. you know, 15 in the top 15 in the top 50 right now who are who've wow. been training with whoop. And you know, that for them, it's that one, that 1% difference because yep. they're all doing the same workouts. And you know, these dudes are like Vikings, man. They're, uh, they're nuts. So <laughs> no, we'll, I know. We'll, we'll be, we'll be showing up all over the place and then. Nice. I think we're going to start to grow in, in college sports even bigger as well. Uh, yeah, I think you will for sure too, man. Just being able to use it and seeing how effective it is. It's like anything you do, like if you're lifting weights, if you're going through a basketball workout, tracking it, you're mm-hmm. tracking it, right? You're tracking right, all your right, progress. Right. But in the main things of your workload, your recovery, your sleep, that never gets tracked. You know? It's a holistic, it's a holistic yeah. look at everything, man. The it, full life effect. Yeah, it takes it from, from, from guessing to knowing, which is so cool. It's, in, it's so important for these guys. You know, I, think, I think the biggest play in sports in the future is going to be the role, the role of technology plays. Whether yeah. it's a good one or a bad one, it's going to play a huge role somehow. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're on the good end, I'll tell you that. That's what we're trying to be, man. I needed <laughs> to hear that. There you go. <laughs> well, cool, man. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you for coming on. Can, we, can you tell people where they can find more about Whoop, what you guys are doing, where to follow you guys, Definitely, man. everything? Yeah. No, just whoop.com is the website, but if you just Google whoop, W-H-O-O-P, I'm sure something cool will come up. Yep. Awesome. And I'll link to all (laughs) this in the the show notes and everything so everybody can do so. Um, Man, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. All right. Glad to be here, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, definitely. Other than your Boston alliances, (laughs) you're a good dude. (laughs) Hey, I appreciate that. I'll take it. You know, it's tough to break those. Yeah. All right, man. Good to talk to you. All right, man. Thank you. See you, man. Big time thank you to Whoop and AJ Baker for coming on the podcast. That was awesome. I'm just excited to sleep now. Check my stats and analytics. Get my REM, my HRV. Just totally geek it out on sleep and recovery. I'll link in the show notes how to continue to follow everything Whoop. How to get your own Whoop. And I guess we'll just be whooping it up. Alright, yeah. That was a bad joke. Anyways great podcast thank you guys so much for being here joining me uh just 
really, really appreciative that you're here at the start of the ride. Let's keep it going. Next week, we got coming at you an NBA player. NBA player is currently in the playoffs. We're going to go deep and behind the scenes. Going to be a lot of fun. All right. See y'all next week. Have a great week. Checking out David Nurse in the Game of Life. <laughs>